0: does it every single time anyway <laughs> we want to welcome you we are two canters that have walked into a bar although um, for about the last I don't know 39 years or so it feels like we haven't actually been able to walk into a bar we wish we could uh, but we are joining you virtually we have our drinks I am Cantor Matt Axrod from Scotch Plains New Jersey and I am here with the scintillating Oh,
1: I love the adjectives. I don't even know if that's with an S or with a C.
0: It's with both an S and a C.
1: I want you to know that I am the C. I am Cantor Penny Myers of Temple Beth Zion in Buffalo, New York, and I've got my. You
0: have an You have an old fashioned.
1: I. I do, well. Uh, I, mean, I, oh, I. I man. just. I,
0: I've just got. I've. I've just got. the, got the hard stuff.
1: <laughs> oh well. What, what are you <laughs> drinking? L'chaim, L'chaim. L'chaim, oh. Oh yeah. Lechem tovim. <laughs> wow. What number
0: old-fashioned is that for you today, Penny? You know, yeah.
1: I lost so, count.
0: So no. here we are, week who knows what of quarantine. I don't
1: even know who I am anymore.
0: Isolation slash social distancing. How are you holding up over there in Buffalo?
1: How am I holding up in Buffalo? Yeah. <laughs> <Just> going. <laughs> are you going to rip on my fair city?
0: It might happen. Rarely, yes.
1: Yeah, I've never heard you ever say some weird things about Buffalo.
0: I, I, I got to say. I mean, the, the only thing, I, I mean, <laughs> it's, you're, you're actually <laughs> stuck in <laughs> Buffalo. You can't go anywhere. You're there. Anyway, you know no,
1: what, yeah. yeah. You know? Yeah. I got to say, Buffalo is Canada's Florida.
0: I have I love no buffalo. idea what that means. <laughs> but <laughs> wherever we're... Broadcasting from Buffalo, New Jersey, anywhere else, you have picked a, a an awesome time to join us on our podcast today. A little later, we are going to have a, a special guest, a wonderful surprise for you. God uh, willing. He'll be, he'll be joining us uh, a little bit later. In the meantime, um, I thought, Penny, you and I would start talking a little bit about, you know, continue our discussion about what it's like um, having to... In a very surreal way, having having to um, lead prayers and lead you know all those services virtually online. And in many cases, just like we're doing right now, we are broadcasting really to ourselves. we We are seeing ourselves. And it's kind of hard to to sort of get into the right frame of mind to get into the the character that we need. Do you ever feel when you're like leading services, whether virtually or actually in real life? That you sometimes have to put on a certain role or, or put on a persona. Um, like maybe you're not in the mood for it, but you have to just, you know, oh. put on the canter clothes and, and go out and do business?
1: Every day of my life. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so, so in other words, it was a relevant question. Is, <laughs> totally is relevant. Really, is, is it like, I mean, is it that much of a marked thing that you really just like, okay, you know, flick the switch and go out there?
1: Well, it's kind of a gradual thing at times. I, I don't know. I mean, I feel that like, you know, all pandemic issues aside, you know, there is that transition time that I like where I feel like I'm superwoman. woman, yeah. where I go from a mild mannered mom of three teenagers to super, super canter. canter you know i um you know i when whenever i put on a kippah it's it's um that tangible physical reminder that i have to um behave in a way of of, of emulation, uh-huh. that I'm an emissary. Um, you know, I know we spoke many, many episodes ago about feeling like an imposter.
0: <laughs> yeah, imposter syndrome. <laughs> I, that might have been, our, I don't remember, was that like our first episode
1: together? Maybe second.
0: Wow, okay. How long have we been,
1: it feels, yeah. yeah I we've mean, been doing this, yeah. We, we, you know, for suffering from stage fright, as I do, and I've, I, I, you know, I have been known to speak about it, Suffering from stage fright, I don't know if I'm ever going to be able to dive in in front of another human being again. Like,
0: you mean because you've gotten so used to doing it this way, it's it's going to like rock your whole world to have an actual presence of of people in the building with you. You know, one of the things that I've noticed is that. You know, when we have, when we used to have normal services, so we'd all be there in the sanctuary. Wait, 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 all...
1: define normal.
0: <laughs> I can't do it. Yeah, I can't either. <laughs> can't receive me. I, I can't do normal services. When we would have services that were, we could actually be in the same building and, and like be in the same spot. Um, you know, so people would be gathering around and talking and then, okay, it's time to start. And someone would start and, and that would be it. But now everything it's like this, and it, it's like you are in, you You are the star of a production. And so- a different
1: kind it, of production. We spoke about yes, this with B'nai yeah. Mitzvah, that it was putting on the same play or putting on the same musical, but with different cast members each week.
0: Right. So, you know, we're ready to start, and it's not like, okay, well, let's get started. Let's do this page, whatever. It's, you know, three, two, one, camera's on (laughs) and it's it's very (laughs) intimidating you know when we do a a Facebook live stream service that video gets recorded and now we have an entire archive of every service we've done for the last well like 39 years um for the last whatever it feels that way um it's 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 very strange and you know again when we were standing there and everyone was around us and we were just sort of doing our thing we we didn't Worry so much, and we were just chatting and doing. Now it's like, all right, you know, quiet on pressure. the server. Pressure, pressure. So, you know, right. I mean, we're we're going live in ten seconds. Everyone, be quiet. Everyone, stand in position. And then the camera comes on. And you know, God forbid, you get caught with a with a hot mic. Every time that we're doing a service or a production, it's like live TV. Something is going to go wrong. Always. And, and because we we and everyone we know are so accustomed to watching everything now on TV and and it's you know very smoothly produced and so you, there's a certain expectation that when we're watching it like this it's going to be a certain way it's going to have a certain perfection to it and any little mistake we make you know is going to be magnified i think we're being joined all right so our our special guest star is is on his way i can't way. believe it um, I'm, I'm, I'm waiting for him to connect Oh. Right on. We make- ah, there you are, green screen. Hey. Okay, hey. we want to welcome you, Jim. It is it is just an <laughs> honor and a pleasure to have you with us. Let me introduce you to all Wait, of us. Wait, quick! Michelle. Can you
1: sign my? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah let can me just- sign my
0: computer, please? Right. <laughs> so, Jim, I'm Matt Axrod. We've been in touch yes. over there. In the in the box is, yes. is Cantor Penny Myers, and uh, for everyone, I want to introduce um, Jim Maskiman. He is an incredibly talented actor performer, voiceover artist, improv guy, and most notably, one of the best impressionists that you will ever have the the privilege to hear. Um, Now, Jim, I remember you well. You've been in a whole bunch of of movies. I I do remember you well from Apollo 13. Ah, okay. Um, And in Frost Nixon, There Will Be Blood, a whole bunch of other movies. Um, You've been on TV, you've been in Friends. Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Oh my um, God! Yeah, <laughs> Penny's Penny Swooning, and yeah. uh, and you know you've appeared on Whose Line Is It Anyway? Yes, the um, British one. Yeah, so the British and, one. The British one. A, a, yeah, exactly. British literally, one. Literally, yeah. literally, 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 actually British. Yeah, and hmm. and perhaps your biggest claim to fame, um, especially for those of us of a certain generation, is mm-hmm. for those of us who grew up with Happy Days is your mother is none other than Marion Ross, who played beloved Mrs. Cunningham on Happy Days. (laughs) Exactly, who I just saw,
2: why I'm late is, I had to bring her her healthy green drink that I bring every morning. She's Mm -hmm. 91,
0: she's
2: doing just fine. I couldn't find her, and uh, (laughs) she's got a pretty big house, and uh, there was a housekeeper doing something and another repairman, and I was like, where's Marion, and the repairman said, up there, over there by the tennis court, I think. and I wandered up there and she's up there sweeping up the tennis court. Wow.
1: Of course she is. So their she's their she's, hands. Never she's stopped, Mrs. Cunningham.
0: She's never stopped being Mrs. C. <laughs> That's it. She's just, well,
2: yeah. she's, you know, it's funny because she's a totally different individual than Mrs. C. Mrs. C was this wonderful character, but my mom was an even, even
0: more wonderful mom. <laughs> oh. and you, didn't very know, different. you didn't know where you were taking that sentence. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I did not know where you were going. With. <laughs> Tell so, us what kind of mom was she, is she?
2: Well, she was, um, what I always think of is, you know, cause I, as you gave me that lovely introduction, thank you, uh, Matt, that was really, really kind. Uh, I, I've been able to, uh, uh, there should be another word than indulge, but I can't think of it right now. Uh, I indulge myself in a lot of art forms. I've been able to make a living as an illustrator, a cartoonist, a voiceover artist, an actor, an impressionist, all these different creative things. And I don't think I would have, well, fairly certain I wouldn't have had the freedom to pursue any of those things if I hadn't had a very encouraging mother who uh, appreciated my creations, you know, as lumpy or ham handed as they were, uh, or, or, you know, amateurish, and she always was um, just really supportive. Uh, of my of my creativity and my sisters too my sister's also a writer and
0: yeah I, I was going to ask if you have siblings and if any of them have yep. gone yep. into the family business if they've become yeah well, we're all
2: in the family business we're all wow. in the entertainment we're all and we're all quarantined we're all not in the business now <laughs> right. together uh but my my sister is a very gifted writer producer produced uh, one of the producers of friends
0: oh. and
2: uh uh has a wonderful family and uh, and they're jewish as it turns out oh so she married a a, a Jewish man and, and converted, and so we have a, a multi
0: faith. So, does family. she know?
1: Wait, so, wait, I, I so, got to ask. I know
0: what you're going to ask. Go ahead.
1: So <laughs> does she know that you are our guest with this podcast? Ha,
0: like, does she know that you've, you're you're joining two cantors? That I, I don't no. think so, but I will definitely mention it. Yeah. Had, Jim, have you ever spent any time with a cantor or or a couple cantors? Or, or are we your first? I think, I
2: think you're my first cantors. I've been to many, many, uh, uh, you know, Passovers and, and Seders. And, That's uh, a
1: four-drink minimum. <laughs>
2: and, and Hanukkah. And, uh, and I grew up with Jewish kids here in the valley. San Fernando Valley was sure. pr- predominantly Jewish uh, when I grew up. And now it's predominantly everything.
0: So, Jim, I want to ask, how, how did you get your start doing impressions and and like at what point did you realize you had the knack for this were you doing this as, as a kid were you you know imitating your teachers and getting on a, in trouble and out of trouble you know I, I was a quiet uh, impressionist I yeah. uh, I was a stealthy impressionist
2: so I would do it for my friends but but never uh never for the for the target which is I think it says that's a policy I maintain today. If I can at all, I, I, I was going to ask you about that, that later. We'll, we'll yeah. come around to that. I was <laughs> yeah. going to ask you about that later. Go ahead. There's just no profit in doing a bad impression <laughs> of somebody to them. It's the worst, <laughs> and and even your impression won't sound good to them because they hear themselves differently. So you That's can't true. win. It's a, a, right. a no-win win. situation. Right. Um, but I was young, and uh, but I was very kind of tender about it, because I didn't, um, you know, it's a it, it, the voice and you as cantors, have probably gone through this but the human voice is a very easy uh thing to invalidate both for oneself and other people can do it right and like part of your job is singing big part Mm -hmm. that's what that's what it means Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. most americans are really not comfortable with their singing voice and it's not because their singing voice is bad it has nothing to do with the quality. And, and often people say, well, I'm tone deaf. And that's not true.
0: No, it's not. No, it's it's not. not. We, we, that's we a very specific thing. Right. We but they have
2: been so, them. they have been very evaluated by family or friends at an early age. And then they went, I'm out.
1: It's and, like math is hard.
0: Exactly. Right. right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah.
2: yeah. yeah. Or I, I'm not computer savvy. Okay. Then you never learn. It doesn't mean that there's a right. gene that you have that means you can't understand Microsoft or Macintosh. It's, It means that you stopped applying yourself and stopped uh, focusing on that thing because you thought you'd do something bad or wrong
0: or reprehensible or foolish. Hmm. So one of the amazing things about the impressions that you do, Jim, is that you don't just do the impression. It's like you take the person and you put them on yourself. Well, that's the art of it.
2: That's the art. I mean, you can't just, uh, it would be very hard just to do the voice of, of Ian McKellen, for example, and not start to suddenly take a viewpoint of of someone who's much older and much, much wiser,
0: and uh, and even more forceful. It's you
1: sound like old. one of our colleagues. I'm not going to mention his name. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, and then, of course, one, one, of, your be- one of your best in- one of your best impressions that you do that you assume the whole body is, of course, Robert De Niro. That's oh right.
1: yes, well,
0: thank you. Uh, Matt for mentioning that but I mean I
2: discovered long ago that uh, you know if you turn your mouth upside down (laughs) it helps just how it helps to uh, you know to do it and and become very ambivalent and it helps
0: wow ambivalent (laughs) no Jim so I I have to know like you know do you ever it's an incredible gift you have to do these impressions and I'm wondering you know do you ever use it you know for 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 evil evil. not for good like you know do you ever get do you ever get in a big fight at home and you just getting ready to storm out of the room and then you stop and you turn around and go i'll be back or something like (laughs) that (laughs) (laughs) i mean well i
2: yeah i have the freedom situation yeah well yeah yeah it's it's never for evil though uh (laughs) can't never for evil i yeah you know i'm actually very uh very strict about that if it's a show like because these days you know when we were growing up, animated shows were all pretty innocuous. They were about furry animals that were driving each other crazy. Today, there's a lot of politics, there's a lot of weird social satire going on, and, and some of this animated programming, I'm frankly, I just, it's like
0: ghastly. There's something, yeah. it, know, it's I, it's true. For those of us who grew up with, you know, Looney Tunes and Bugs Bunny on Saturday morning, we can't watch anything else. I mean, that's, not
1: that we watched on Shabbat morning
0: Well, on Saturday, right. <laughs> Some <of us> did.
2: <laughs> so I, I'm very choosy about things. If it's just too offensive, I just go, that's no, not for me.
0: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely.
2: Yeah. But uh, so. yeah, I mean, being able to do voices is, uh, is not, I know, of course, my family though has endured it for so long that it, it's not exactly coin of the realm. They're more, uh, they're more interested in, you know, the
0: truth, or they're <laughs> a little jaded. They're like dad. dad. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, you your do impressions. Your, bit. Yeah. your impressions are now in the category of a dad joke at this point. Hundred percent, hundred percent. Do you
1: have yeah. kids?
0: I do. I have a beautiful daughter.
1: Okay, well, how old is she? Do you don't want me she, asking?
2: She will be thirty in August. Okay. And did she uh, ever
1: make you do impressions for her friends?
2: <laughs> uh <laughs>
0: once and then all friends left and they never yeah. came back.
2: <laughs> not so much, not so much. I, I, I do her outgoing phone message on her phone uh, for her, you know, celebrity voices.
0: You're
1: like the guy on uh, yeah. NPR. <laughs> which,
2: which wait, wait, I mean, don't tell me. Oh, okay, yeah. Oh, Carl, oh. Castle, the Carl great Castle. Carl Castle. The great Carl Castle, yes. I remember hearing Carl Castle for <laughs> a long time. Since we
1: Is heard. he on your list?
2: He's not because uh, it's a little too uh, nichey. Also, he's—I I, think—he's not on the air anymore. So. <laughs> but, so, I remember very well. I tell you who I do from NPR. I uh, Still remember it so well is Robert Siegel of uh, Yes uh, All Things <gasps> Considered, and uh, he had this wonderful sort of uh, what I describe as a kind of avuncular a voice, uh, sort of whimsical and yet at the same time uh, very, very legitimate.
0: <laughs> whimsical. Very <laughs> legitimate. <laughs> Jim, one of the things Penny and I were talking about before you came on was that as cantors, we have to sort of adopt a persona when we are ready to start. Um, And I think one of the things that's most attractive and and one of the things that resonate the most about doing impressions and why people love it is I I think there's this deep seated fantasy or wish that even for just a minute, we can be somebody else. Oh. And that we can, you know, we, and it's just someone who can, and someone like yourself that has that talent, we're fascinated with it because like this, you know, you could be George Clooney. Oh, my God. That's right. I'm glad oh. you brought it up. It's a, <laughs> <laughs> a little early in the morning to do George Clooney. <laughs> Sorry, well, I mean, we're, I we're on Eastern him. time, so it's perfect <laughs> for us. Okay. And, That's right. and what's funny is, you know, and what I was going to mention before is that nobody does a George Clooney impersonation. You, you no. have, the no. Yeah. Yeah, so I think I was, I think I was the first, well, the second, I was the second. There's another guy named Clooney that does it. <laughs> you do George Clooney better than George Clooney does. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, that's um, a very important point though. You get to be somebody else yeah, and that's what yeah. actors do too. Yeah. And, uh, uh, I think a lot of people in different professions find that there is a certain persona that they develop for their professional world that is different from yes. who they consider themselves to be or who they are at home. It's like, he and, knows us, Penny.
1: He, he totally knows us. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Sure.
2: Why? Well, I, I, no, I totally understand. I mean, that is. I thought about it a lot because, uh, as I developed my my impression career, I was like, because for me, it's kind of like, uh, can anybody do this? This is like, this is a very human thing. You change your voice, you change your viewpoint. Big deal. But obviously, the bulk of humanity is not doesn't have that share that uh, viewpoint. So I was like, what is it that makes it so interesting to people? And I, I, I latched on that. I think it's it's that when you see someone change and be someone else, it's sort of a magic trick. Yes, it's a very exactly. human. It's a very human yeah. skill. It's actually very good for you uh, because like if you're in an argument with somebody say, and oh. you can't take on their point of view or they can't take on your point of view, mm-hmm. you're not going to really come together and have some sort of agreement. In the end, you know, that's it. That's- so
1: did your, your daughter, did she pick up on your, on your talent?
2: Somewhat. She's not an impressionist, <laughs> but she, she really knows how to make me laugh. So she can, she can dish it back to me, and it's awfully delightful. But she is a narrator. I, you know, I'm a narrator of audiobooks. I do a lot of vocal work and voiceover, and she also has followed in that path. So she's done tons of books and, and commercials and stuff. And uh, but, and she does accents and, and things, which I'm very interested in. We all she, got this so from she, my mom. she got the my ear. Was, it. She, she got the ear. Got the ear yeah, and yeah. she's musical. I think if you're musical too, which yes. which you guys obviously are, you have a more of an appreciation for. You can you you can discern these different
0: wavelengths and yeah. uh, different vibrations yeah. and things Absolutely. and appreciate them. Absolutely. So, Jim, I want I want to go over. Um, you know. Yeah temple synagogue life and, and, you know, church life. And, Mm -hmm. you know, there's a lot of things that are, that are in common. So I I thought I'd throw out a couple scenarios for you and, and see how you would um, how you might deal with it as certain characters. So one one of the things is um, if you are um, teaching a middle school kid, you know, bar mitzvah lessons, Mm -hmm. and um, they're just doing a really lousy job, but you don't want to say anything, but now you're Simon Cowell. How might you deal with that kid? That's a, it's absolutely wrong personality
2: to teach children, <laughs> first of all but I'd say, look um, Nathan <laughs> when say you're, that's a good name <laughs> when you're speaking to the crowd alright Baruch and I, and all that, whatever it is <laughs> um, you need to lift your head, lad. you need to lift your head up, your head is down, you're looking at your shoes yeah, and, we, and your shoes are are very handsome but there's not it should not be the focus of attention
0: <laughs> look up chin up he, or it's like he's been doing our job the whole I time I know.
1: <laughs> without a, okay. that's basically right
2: is that, is that a common is that a common thing oh yeah oh
1: yeah <laughs> i really appreciate the baruch atah, i'm just saying yeah you
0: did it you did it. you you got
1: crazy. that was good I, you got to get I, a little I, more yeah, guttural I, I, you know, you what, know it's, oh. Well Jim, Simon
0: Cowell wouldn't have done it that way. So. Jim, would you like to be a regular on our podcast?
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Makes our jobs way fun. Um,
0: another another, you know, staple of, of synagogue life <coughs> is that people have to um, pay dues usually to belong to a synagogue. That's the Not usual model. And you know, and sometimes they so get a in year, arrears. so really they do I'm sorry? I'm sorry, yearly, yearly dues? Yearly annual dues, yeah. Annual, okay. And so some people, you know, get in arrears or they're not able to pay their dues or something. But I'm wondering if, you know, when the temple president has to contact these people and get them to pay, what if the temple president was Joe Pesci? Would that, uh-huh. like, convince them a little bit more? What do you think?
2: That's a little on the nose, but, uh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> sure. So, look, we do it every year. Everybody does it. We all chip in. Okay. You think this temple holds up by itself? We got plumbing, uh, heating, air conditioning, everything. Okay, we got coffee. So, uh come on, what's the matter with you? Go do some, go borrow some money, huh? Knock over a liquor store, I don't care.
1: <laughs> oh, that's so fun. I need to borrow you. Yeah,
0: I know totally. <laughs> and you know, and then some of our our, our <laughs> most familiar episodes that we read, you know, in, in the Bible and in, in mm-hmm. our, our cherished stories. So you're familiar, of course, with the story of Moses standing in front of the burning bush. And then he gets the message from the burning bush to go, you know, appear before Pharaoh, Pharaoh go <laughs> free the Israelites. But what if the burning bush were actually George W. Bush? Mm-hmm. <laughs> what if the bush itself was George W. Bush? And he's yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah. Hey there, Moses. <laughs> Look, this might be kind of off-putting, but I'm uh, I'm speaking to you from this uh, burning piece of vegetation. <laughs> I've got a I got advice for you. I've got things for you to do. I've got a little whole little checklist. Uh, probably never. Uh, I bet you never received any kind of message from a from a bush that was on fire or not. <laughs> this is that's all I got for you. <laughs> got a whole laundry list. <laughs>
1: gosh.
0: All right. And, and oh. I, I, think, I think I've saved I've saved my my favorite for, for the, the last, last for scenario last. I want to give you <laughs> is um you know that rabbis and cantors clergy have to visit people in the hospital all the time and you know mm-hmm. and, and you know wish them um good wishes and 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 uh, thoughts for recovery. Um what if the rabbi or cantor that visited person in the hospital was actually Woody Allen?
2: Woody Allen yeah it's true I mean take a moment to Suit up. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, you know you, this is a strained time. At least I got you, you know, a room with a window. <laughs> you should probably, you know, keep it wide open these days because you know a lot of viral things going on. But if you think you, frankly, if frankly, you didn't ask me, but it'd be better, safer for you to be at home, you know, in the garage. I don't want to say cesspool, but that's that's the inference. Amazing. All
0: right, so
1: that's what I said Now we're ready for.
0: Yeah, that that, exactly. (laughs) We're ready for a lightning round.
1: Lightning round. This is gonna be great. Okay,
0: so I have prepared um, an excerpt from uh, the Book of Proverbs because. Proverbs is sort of our own version of Shakespeare. It's just like this glorious, these glorious sayings. Now Penny and I are going to take turns and we're going to give you voices and uh, you can read a verse in that voice. Okay. Um, and Jim, we you you may have seen the text before, but you have no idea what voices we're gonna throw at We you. have
2: we have never met before today, and I we've we not discussed this ahead of time very much. So uh let's have at it. All
0: right, good. All yeah, yeah, I love that. Okay. All right, I'll I'll start you off with um oh, Jack Nicholson.
1: Oh, I was gonna.
2: Boast not thyself of tomorrow, for thou knowest not what a day may bring forth. Eddie go ahead.
1: Harvey Keitel.
2: Let another man praise thee. Hey be quiet will you please. Hey hey little fella. Can we get a little help with the dog? (laughs) Pretty soon it's going to be dog food. Let another man praise thee and not thine own mouth a stranger and not thine thine own lips John C. Riley. A stone is heavy and the sand weighty, Well, a fool's <laughs> vexation is heavier than they both. Oh my God.
1: <laughs> I can't do it right now.
0: I'll take another one. I'll take another one. Tommy Lee Jones. Oh, sure. <laughs> Wrath is
2: cruel and anger <laughs> is overwhelming, but who is able to stand before jealousy? Hmm? Any mm. you? Anyone?
1: Okay. I need this one, Arnold. Arnold.
2: Better is open rebuke than love that is hidden. Faithful are the wounds of a friend, yeah? But the kisses of an enemy are importunate. That that means not good. (laughs) William Shatner. As a bird that wandered from a nest, so is a man that wanders from his place. I could listen to that all day long. Casey Kasem. Oh, yeah. Ointment and perfume rejoice the heart. So doth the sweetness of a man's friend by hearty counsel. Coming in at number five, hearty (laughs) counsel.
1: Yeah!
2: All right. Paul Giamatti. Thine own friend and thy father's friend forsake not, neither go into thy brother's house in the day of thy calamity. Better is a neighbor that is near than a brother far off.
1: Morgan Freeman.
2: Uh, my son, be wise and make my heart glad that I may answer him that taunteth me.
0: I mean, I could listen to the whole, I could listen I to the
2: entire text with, with
0: Morgan Freeman. <laughs> All right, uh, 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 and, and also, I'm sure he's recorded it. <laughs> I'm, sure, I'm sure he I has. I hope we've recorded this. No, and uh, Morgan Freeman, uh, no, I said that already. Um, Christopher Walken. A prudent man seeth the evil, and hideth himself,
2: but the thoughtless pass on and the punished.
1: Robert De Niro.
2: You know, iron sharpeneth iron. So so a man, okay, sharpeneth the countenance uh, of a friend. That's all I'm saying. That's all. <laughs> John Malkovich. He who keepeth. The fig tree shall eat the fruits thereof, and he that waiteth on his master shall be honored. <laughs> honored <laughs> Penny.
1: Jimmy Stewart,
2: well, uh, uh, be thou diligent to know the, the state of thy flocks and uh, l- l- look well to thy herds, for, for riches are not forever. And doth the crown uh, endure? Uh, uh, unto, unto all generations? I uh, I don't think so. <laughs>
1: <laughs> wow. Bravo. That, that, was, that was
0: amazing. Oh, so, my God. Jim, we want to thank you from the bottom of our hearts for taking time with us and, and joining well, us pleasure. today. And and just, I, I got to tell you, I've got the William Shatner in my head forever. And you've basically ruined me now for the rest of my career because anytime I speak from <laughs> leading services, I'm just going to be doing it, William Shatner. Um, are there any... Um, I know we're all kind of stuck at home and isolated and you can't really get out and do any live performances But is there anything you'd like to plug? Um, websites uh, uh, videos or anything
2: Well, you can always go to my uh, my youtube channel I've got a lot of material there. It's amazing. And right now. I'm just trying to find more ways to use my uh, my uh, impressions and my voice to help inspire people to be creative to create a peaceful world uh, and not a divisive world so uh, i think there's much to admire and about humanity and uh it's very easy to focus on you know the grim part of life and the negative parts of the human spirit but there is also much to admire on the other side and that's where we I think we need to put our attention. So that's what I'm trying to do with my YouTube channel to, to bring some, some laughter, like I know you guys are trying to do, and uh, to bring some bring a little civilization back. Why not?
0: Amen. It's, it's wonderful. You know what? We, we have a, Jim, we have a word for someone like you in our faith. It's mensch. You are yeah, a mensch. You um, and you I know did. you know what that means. So thank you so much. Thanks, and uh, you, you've thank you just both. brought laughter and joy to us and to, and to everyone who's going to watch this video. So thank you so much. And, um, maybe someday in the future, we'll, our paths will cross again and we'd love to have so. some more impressions. I hope so. Thank you so Go much, home. Jim. Thank you. Okay. Thanks. Bye. What an amazing talent he is. Do you, do you see how he just inhabits the persona?
1: I like you- that. He, yes. And I like that he's human enough to say, and, and, and you know, it's too early in the morning for this one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I feel that way every morning. Uh, yeah.
0: yeah, absolutely. We, you know, sometimes we're like, I can't hit that note, or I don't feel like doing this piece because it's, you know, 7 a.m. or 9 or something like that. So, yeah, I mean. Who
1: davens it, at 7 a.m.? I guess well, we all do. Okay,
0: But, I mean, like,
1: davening, it's not like hitting that note I, at 7 a.m.
0: I, I loved the comparisons <laughs> that we made um, before he came on, and then while he was with us about how there's this there's this common ground as performers and that, you know, yes, we're clergy and and what we're doing is sacred, but we there's there's a a performance element aspect of performance. Um and it 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 transcends exactly what it is, you know, I mean he's a performer and he's a you know comedian, impressionist and and you know we're doing something different. And yet there's common ground. And you know, just when he says I can't do this because it's early in the morning or I'm trying to bring you know, laughter and goodness to the world and happiness. I mean, like amazing. It's just, you know, he is.
1: Wow. That was an awesome shit. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So, um, I I will, I'll tell everyone listening, you know, um, go on Jim and, uh, you can find out more and just, uh, go on YouTube and just put the name Jim Meskimen in search and there'll be a million things that come up. Um, and you'll see some of these impressions and then some others that we didn't even get to. Uh, and yeah, it's it's really just you need a good laugh and a diversion
1: from reality. Definitely fun, check them out.
0: It's fun being with someone who's that talented and just to watch to watch the art. So we are gonna wrap up this uh, this very special episode of our podcast. Um, and it was a pleasure having you with us. Maybe someday you can join us in a in an actual bar for an actual drink or something like that on that day when you're able to be with us uh we're always very happy to say the the drinks are on